Hello, Chris. How are you this morning? I find myself quite well this morning. And how are you? (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm pretty good. Guess what, Deb? What? I... You better cut it. We don't have the rights to that song. I hope you're happy and I hope you're good. And I hope you get what you wish for. And I hope all of our audience gets what they wish for too. And And they're well understood. Well understood. Yes, we would love if you were well understood. We do hope you're happy. Um, This on this special bonus episode, we just wanted to have a little... Bonus music. A little chit chat, a little chat the chit. Oh, we going to chat some chit, Debbie. Uh, maybe slightly topical, just about what the current happenings are and what we're going through and what our mind is trying to wrap around, all of that. Did you say topical or tropical? Because I was picturing palm oh trees and gosh. waves. Oh my gosh, now beaches. you're, now you're thinking tropical sounds amazing but there is not a tropical view out our window this morning no ma'am you know what there is i'm drinking these are the uninteresting things we just got back from a walk to the bank where we got some papers notarized and i am hungry so i put some collagen peptides in my hot tea and i had a little spoon of coconut oil and i'm sitting down to chat the chit with you as someone who's never drank collagen peptides uh coconut oil or tea or i guess i've drank tea obviously but anyways why would one want to consume those three items together um tea just because i have a problem and i want to drink tea all day i love it it's soothing it's good collagen peptides have protein in them Coconut oil has fat, both of which are satiating to hunger without me going to something like sugar or another quick hit of, um, you know, calories and what is the word I'm looking for? Heroin? Energy. Another quick hit of heroin. Ooh, don't say that. Oh, sorry. Uh, there's a. <laughs> yeah, that's that weird. Is that you you tend right. to take it a bit too far. So that's kind of weird. But no, it's like a good way to keep my blood sugar level without going to something which I really want, which is like sugar to get a spike of energy and some calories. So gotcha. Yeah, that's all. All right. Okay. Well, I'm trying to think of a fun way to do something with April fools, but I suck at those kinds of things. So I'm not going to do something fun with April fools, but Mm -hmm. happy April 1st. Amy Fluke, if you're listening, you have something fun to do with April fools. Please share it with us. She rocks the April fools day and May day. Like those are the two things that I think I'll be 85 years old and May 1st will come around and I'll still be thinking of Amy Fluke, no matter if we're living a town apart or mm-hmm. a country apart. <laughs> yeah, you kick ass at that, Amy Fluke. Keep on keeping on. All right. So besides collagen peptides and heroin and all that, what Ew, are we talking you about? Said it again. I said it again. Damn it. You're like the downer of the conversation. Well, today, um, <clears throat> I guess I came to you with this thing that this idea that had been ruminating and then I wrote it, I tried to summarize it all and put it together. And so maybe to kick that off, I will just say that for the past few days, I have been up and down and up and down and up and down um, 
you were on a seesaw? <laughs> My emotions oh. because of just the way that our plans have shifted and changed um, unexpectedly because of COVID-19 and trying to be responsible and stay healthy. Um, we've changed our plans, which is all good. And there's so many good things in it. So I'll ride this wave of emotion where I feel grateful and abundance of time and energy and freedom to do what I want and not feel worried about you being gone and having to do everything by myself. And then I'll hit a low because I'll feel, um, I'll just go back to this old routine of not feeling productive enough, not feeling enough, right? So whatever the enoughness is, like I haven't done enough, I haven't, um, whatever enough is. And so for the past couple of days, I've started to think of that as like riding the waves and probably that's natural. And that made me think of this, um, thing that happened to me recently. So, um, not at all am I pretending to be something that I'm not. I would say novice and surfing with me, that is maybe an overstatement, but I've had three. You're an aspiring surfer. <laughs> I've had three surfing lessons, and the most recent one was when we were just in Mexico. And Joaquin, my surfing instructor. Uh, Insert. Lover boy song. I was waiting for you to say that. He was at least 15 years younger than me. So kind of like, you know, could be my son, I guess, theoretically. Um, I didn't think of him as a lover boy, but he was a cool kid. And mm -hmm. I mean, sure. And uh, so in this surfing lesson, we were out on the water for literally two and a half hours. And what he taught me that maybe I knew, I don't know if I did, is that waves come in sets. And so let's say sets of seven, which I think is what he was used to seeing at the place we were surfing at. Um, and so there's, say, like the best wave in the set in this area is the third wave, right? And so all these surfers that are waiting for their wave tend to take the third wave because it's like the best wave. And he was like, no, you have to wait for the fourth wave because all of those surfers will have gone and now it's wide open for you to catch the next wave. And so we would routinely do that. He would tell me which wave was appropriate for me to catch. I would catch it. And um, I caught one particular wave I don't know which number it was in the set and it's not important, but this way, for whatever reason, I either jumped off my board too early or I had to get off because I was about to hit a waiver that it, I'm sorry, let me go back. I either jumped off my board too early or I had to get off because I was about to hit another surfer that had caught the wave before me. And I got pulled under by this wave. Like I have never gotten pulled under before. And, um, I felt fear in that moment. And so all I was trying to do was like scramble to the surface and scramble to the surface and I'm eating water and, um, feeling breathless. And I get to the surface and the next wave in the set immediately pulled me under. And so I'm doing the same thing again, thinking like every time I get up, I'm just going to get pulled under. But what happened was I got up and I got back on my board, so I'm not going to get pulled under. And I'm paddling like a mad person trying to get around the waves. 
and all the way out past where they break. So there's this calm point past where they break. And in that space, you can watch the waves coming and you can catch the wave if you want to catch it, but you're beyond where they're breaking and you're sort of over where you can just observe this and you can let them go by if you don't want to catch them too. And so on the way out there, I'm like, man, I'm spent. I'm not going to be able to ride any more waves. I'm so tired. But by the time I get out there, the set was done. And all that was left was like this smooth, calm water that just like rocked me gently on my board. And I could almost fall asleep if I knew I didn't have to stay alert enough to watch for the next wave. Um, And so this idea of riding the waves was in my mind this morning before I read and just how there are sets and they can pull you under, but there's this calm between the sets. Um, And it felt a lot like my emotions lately. So, yeah, it seems like we got all sorts of metaphors tied up uh, there with waves um, yeah. and everything. So you <clears throat> woke this morning and you started to, to look at your emotional roller coaster um, primarily. And like you said earlier, you know, it's primarily because, you know, one day you're excited about the day and the abundance of time. The next day you're like, Oh crap, what do I do with all this time or whatever? And that's kind of how I feel like I'm, uh, I'm there as well. So like yesterday I took a six to seven hour hike, uh, where I left y'all and I went and did this hike and it was amazing and I felt bulletproof. But just the day before that on Monday, I struggled with, um, with my own, I wouldn't call it fear, but just my own doubts where it's just like, and I think we talked about this in in the episode or the interview with Carl, where when you have this abundance of time, um, you, at least if you're, if you have a mindset like mine, you, you feel like you have to be the most efficient with it, or you have to make the best of it. So whether it's spending time with the girls or getting stuff done for the podcast or doing whatever, it just feels like, oh, I have to have my days you know, just well-structured and they have to be productive. And I think that just comes from Mm. uh, living in this country and having a routine of work where, you know, we, we base a lot of our, our value in that. But then on the walk to the bank, you were telling me that sometimes, uh, you know, those are just actually that, that busyness that we create for ourselves sometimes just kind of actually distracts us from, uh, you know, some of the things that we could be doing, or I don't Mm -hmm. like to use the word should, but you know, Yeah, so I had that idea of like riding the emotional waves in my mind this morning and then in my morning reading, which was um, out of the book, How to Be Here by Rob Bell, he quotes someone named Robert Irwin and don't try Googling him because all you'll find is the the son of Steve Irwin, the crocodile guy from Australia. Remember him? Uh Well, his son's name is also Robert Irwin. And I'm fairly confident that is not who Rob Bell is quoting. But (laughs) I read this quote in the book by by Robert Irwin. And it said, in the everyday world, you're just plugged into all the possibilities. Every time you get bored, you plug yourself in somewhere. You call somebody up, you pick up a magazine, a book, you go to a movie, anything. And all of that becomes your identity, the way in which you're alive. You identify yourself in terms of all that. Well, that was happening to me as I was on my way to Ibiza. I'm sure you can say that better than me. For eight months of retreat, 
was that I was pulling all those plugs out one at a time, books, language, social contacts. And what happens at a certain point as you get down to the last plugs, it's like the Zen thing of having no ego. It becomes scary. It's like maybe you're going to lose yourself and boredom then becomes extremely painful. You really are bored and alone and vulnerable in the sense of having no outside supports in terms of your own being. But when you get them all pulled out, a little period goes by and then it's absolutely serene. It's terrific. It just becomes really pleasant because you're out. You're all the way out. Okay. Yeah. So pulling the plug, uh, it feels like COVID in some ways has forced us to pull the plug in a, in, in kind of a way. Actually, I can see that as, as two different ways. Like I think some, in some ways COVID pulled the plug on us and we're having to find new ways of, of either plugging in if that's the route we're going to take, or mm-hmm. it's giving us an opportunity to unplug if that's the route we're going to take. And I think that's what we're going to talk a little bit about today, right? Yeah. I mean, if we haven't already talked about it, I think um, <laughs> that, yeah, for me, it's like riding the waves of that. Unplugging trying to be present and grateful and absorb the abundance that I'm finding right now and then plugging back in because I can't sit with myself for that long, like the reality or whatever it is. It's just routine or I'm used to busyness. So then I plug myself back in with whatever it is, like scrolling on my phone or productivity or uh, eating something, you know? Yeah. That's, that's kind of the the funny part. So like, I am not out on the Pacific Crest Trail right now, even though I was supposed to have left uh, seven, six days ago. But one thing that hiking does, like even just yesterday's trip, uh, that six hour hike or backpacking or mountaineering, whatever I happen to be doing outdoors, it's like, I'm not in essence being productive, but it's the one time I guess I give myself permission to, to not be productive where there's not even a a creep of a thought in my mind of you could be doing this or you should be doing this or whatever. Mm -hmm. Whereas on my weekends, uh, back when I was working, that was almost a constant barrage. Like it was like, well, you could be doing this or you should be doing this. Or why did you waste time doing that? You could have been Mm -hmm. productive doing this. And you know, this early retirement phase and this COVID phase has, has me doing that where if I'm around the house, it's like there's a hundred things I could be doing and I'm worried about that. So it's like I'm plugging in, or thinking that I need to plug in in those moments. And mm-hmm. then I don't really give myself the time to sit with myself. But when I go out into nature, then I give myself that permission. Mm-hmm. What about you? Like, do you feel? I don't, I, I do. I vacillate from being able to unplug and then like, oh, that's been enough time. I plug back in. There are a couple commonalities, I think. And one is that early retirement and being more homebound because of this COVID epidemic. Pandemic. Pandemic, that's what it is. Um, Those things require a certain level of unplugging, right? And when we unplug, in my interpretation, we're removing all these things that we cover ourselves with 
and numb ourselves with so we don't have to sit with our real selves. And so when we do that, we become uncomfortable, right? Because we think our value was based on our productivity, our value or our worth was based on the job that we held and the job that we did. Our value or our worth is based on how busy we are. And when we don't have those things anymore to give us our value and our worth, all we're left with is our true self. And sometimes we might like what we see and sometimes we don't like what we see. And so when we're sitting there in the discomfort of seeing our true self and trying to decide if we're valuable or worthy just by being ourselves, we can maybe only take that in certain lengths of time. And then we plug back into something that covers us up or numbs us away again. And then, so I think that's what I'm feeling with this being at home um, and you being here sort of took away some of these dates I had in my mind that I had to get certain things done by. And so I'm not being productive. Well, who am I if I'm not being productive? Am I lazy? Am, do I have any worth or value? Um, and so I can sit with that in like the truth of it for so long, like feeling worthy and grateful. And like, I don't need to tie my worthiness up in busyness and productivity. But then like it, you know, my old habits and routines kick in and I plug back into something again. So I don't know if that makes sense. It does make sense. So what, what do you want the takeaway to be here? Cause I think that was all, all well and good, uh, all good food for thought for me mm-hmm. anyways. Um, but I guess where are you going with this and, or where are you either encouraging our ask or our, our listeners or, or challenging them? I'm just saying, like, I feel you. I'm there too. If you're at home and you're like, what the hell is happening with me? I'm having those thoughts. You're having those thoughts. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is what's going on right now. And maybe we can all try to be a little bit more comfortable sitting with our true selves and trying to cover up ourselves with productivity or busyness or screen time or whatever news, I don't know, whatever the things are, maybe for today, we can just be a little more comfortable sitting with our truth a little bit longer. Yeah, I think that's good advice. I was actually on my hike yesterday, I spent the first three or four hours um, without uh, a podcast or without music or without anything. Basically, it was just me, Denali, and the high alpine desert of mm-hmm. Eastern Colorado. And that was awesome. Like I had all sorts of like crazy creative ideas that popped in my head, like things that like just are way outside of what I would normally would uh, be thinking of or whatever. So it wasn't necessarily introspection, but it was just kind of allowing myself to dream and think and then just allow those thoughts to go for probably some of those thoughts were hours. Like I, I had this envision, I envisioned this thing of like, I want to write short stories from my Australian shepherd's perspective, which is sounds ridiculous. And I'm not a good writer and I'm not a, I don't know. Anyways, I wouldn't even know how that worked, but it just brought a smile to my face and I could just picture all of these funny quotes that I could be putting into this. Mm -hmm. Anyways, long and the short of it was, I just gave myself permission to be with me and that's what came of it. And it was awesome. Like I smiled and I was happy and it was light and it was amazing. And I wish, um, and I hope and I'm going to challenge myself that to to keep doing that 
even without the hike or whatever, just to find that lightness and that happiness sitting with myself and trying to get better at not thinking that everything has to be super productive or not having to plug back in because I don't plug in necessarily with alcohol or the news or whatever, but I have my own ways of plugging mm-hmm. in and everybody does and everything. So yeah. I, I'm going to take your <laughs> your words as like a, a challenge to myself. And today, since we'll be home all day, I will challenge myself to uh, to to try not to plug in. And even though I do have a little bit of a couple things I want to get done today, I don't feel like I have <laughs> to do some other stuff. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And just to know that you're worthy, Chris, and anyone listening, and I'm worthy whether I am productive or not productive. So sitting with ourselves in a lack of productivity might feel hard, but maybe it's what we need right now and why we're given this time and space to do it. Ah, There you go. Well, thank you. Thank you. This morning's reading in How to Be Here by Rob Bell reminded me that we're all just pulling out plugs right now, collectively. The plugs that have kept us moving so fast as a society in the past, rushing from one day to the next, have largely lost their use, like established social norms and contracts, activities we thought necessary but can no longer take place. In their place, we're left with space, a lot of it especially if we're not in healthcare or grocery-type services, the essentials. Robert Irwin, I don't think he's at all related to the famed late Steve Irwin of Australia, says of this unplugging, you really are bored and alone and vulnerable in the sense of having no outside supports in terms of your own being. So without the busyness to hide and numb ourselves from ourselves, we're left with ourselves. That does feel boring and lonely and vulnerable and even grosser icky to sit with the parts of ourselves we've been ignoring with our busyness sometimes. But sometimes if you let yourself sit with it long enough without hiding it away again with screens or news or food, you can move past the ick, past the place of boredom and loneliness and vulnerability. It's there that you can find a calmness, a peacefulness, a serenity, a knowing that can only be found from being all the way out, completely unplugged. It comes in waves this time, for me at least. I can give myself the time and space and freedom of being unplugged long enough to really know and see all of myself, even the parts I've been hiding away under all the busyness and stuff. Then I'll plug back in, scroll or watch or read or munch and the waves dip and pull me under once more but i know this about waves they come in sets there are highs and lows white capping crashes and small rolling tides then there's a calm a time between sets when the waters are almost smooth as glass no ups and downs just a gentle rocking that requires no force or resistance for or against it That's where the serenity lies, in that space between the sets of waves where we can just be, present, unplugged, calm, all the way out on the waters of our souls. May you begin to pull the plugs today, friends, whatever they may be. In doing so, may you begin to reveal the depths of yourself that have been hidden away, 
May you give yourself the time and space and freedom to ride the waves of boredom and loneliness and vulnerability until you find yourself all the way out in the calm waters of your very own soul. 